I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Andrew Siciliano. DJ Walker can play a little bit. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I believe it was MC Light that talked about getting a roughneck. He is a Houston roughneck <laughs> from the XFL, right? <laughs> Don't you remember? Yeah. The MC Light? Today's guests. Co-host of the Pro Football Focus NFL podcast, Sam Monson. Host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Two-time Pro Bowl tight end, Kyle Rudolph. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Uh, which would be me. I, I'm shocked TJ came in today, to be honest with you. He's still so stunned that I was able to drop a an MC Light reference from yesterday. <laughs> you want to go through all the old school lyrics? That'll be an audience of like five people be a new today. Po- there should be a new podcast, you and I. We just Old school lyrics? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I you mean, know, honest, honestly, how many Tribe Called Quest references can oh, one drop in an so hour? So, so last night around 10 p.m. local, when I when it news broke that the Powerball winner was ca- from mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. there was a five-minute period where I thought I won. <laughs> Did you? Why would I? I mean, <laughs> okay, it's an off-air conversation. Let's uh, <laughs> let's introduce everyone and let's welcome everyone to the show as well. Let's let's bring you all into this this nonsensical conversation that we just continued from off-air now onto the air. Welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. My name is Andrew Siciliano. I am filling in today. As I have been all week, Rich is in London. He will, as he has been all week as well, join us the second hour of the program coming up live from London in about an hour. Coming up in 20 minutes, Sam Monson from PFF will be here, the pro football focus crowd. Uh, and Sam will tell you um, why the Denver Broncos are going to lose their 16th consecutive game to the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. Coming up in hour number three, my broadcast partner for this Saturday in West Lafayette, Indiana, the former Pro Bowl tight end, the former Minnesota Viking and Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Kyle Rudolph, will be here. He's calling Ohio State with me, Ohio State-Purdue, and then we'll find out, is Kyle going to make this short road trip up to South Bend to see his fighting Irish battle USC under the lights on NBC? We will find out anyway the phone number is here if you want to call us 844-204-RICH right i got that right yes i memorized that we want to hear from okay. you i'm looking for a golf call i'm not 844-204-RICH got it now let's introduce everybody chris brockman didn't win the lottery <laughs> we don't know that jason 
Did you win the lottery? I did not. I forgot to get a ticket. Hey, okay. thanks for having me on. Okay. <laughs> TJ. All right, I won $6. You did? <laughs> yeah. TJ, <laughs> did you win the lottery? I, I did not win the lottery Okay. I won three U.S. dollars. Hey, lunch is yeah, on you, hold baby. on, hold on. Let me, let me see. It. Um, <laughs> let me, let me get out the ticket here. I, I want to show it to everybody. This Monday. is a three dollar ticket. Someone, you got the Powerball number. Uh, it cost me ten dollars to buy this three dollar <laughs> ticket. And hold on. And when I was back in Virginia a couple of weeks ago, I want to show you. This is a four dollar. Ticket. Yes. Right here from the Virginia State Lottery. Attaboy. Together, they add up to seven U.S. dollars, and I did not win. What are the actual chances that you're going to cash those tickets in? I'll go cash them in. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you have, a you have six months. Okay. So, like, next time I'm near yeah. a gas station or walk into a convenience store, I'll cash them in. I the Virginia that, one's that, problematic. If I don't go home, right? like, for Thanksgiving or something, that one... Uh, that one, that one may not get cashed. I've just found I've won like two, three dollars before, and it's been so low that I've lost the ticket or never even Man, bothered. Must to be nice to just give away money like two dollars, Chris. Really? Yeah. Like, just, just money, money give bags it away. Jefferson over there. But yeah. I'm with you, Chris. Last night when I did hear, I was uh, like, oh, 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 California. California's uh, oh. not a big place. No, and no. and the two previous billion dollar jackpots were won here. Like the odds are in our favor. Well, one of them was up in Pasadena, very close last by. year. And then downtown LA the last time. Downtown LA, right? Didn't Altadena have a, a yeah, Altadena, Pasadena, any Dina? Yeah, year, something with milk, right? It was up there. <laughs> Funky <laughs> Cold Medina. Funky Cold Medina. Yes, Louis Medina, former Indians outfield prospect that hit like forty home runs one year in Colorado Springs in the eighties, but never turned that high altitude power to real big league power. Louis Medina, slightly different. Um, I thought maybe, but you know what I did? I didn't look to see I did, if I, I didn't won. either. I waited till this I morning. I didn't want to look. Yeah, I waited. Because I was going to come to work today regardless. That's right. You're a trooper. I was going to come to work today regardless. Then I got to get on a plane after this, and I was going to look on the plane. How would that a reaction have gone on the plane? <laughs> oh, I've already thought I'm going to win one day. I, I, of course, I'm going to win too. one day. I've already thought about me this. Too. When I win, would you have just get, like demanded to fly the plane? <laughs> I'm a billionaire now. Let me fly this plane. No, because when I win, lands. there's going to be no reaction. Autopilot. No reaction, because my be- I'm just going to check it 98 times because I won't believe it. I'll keep looking and looking and well, looking. Well, if you have the app, like I showed you this morning, it tells you automatically how much you've won. As an NFL employee, I'm not downloading gambling apps onto my phone. Not a gambling app. California Lotto, which mm-hmm. you've admitted to playing, so you'd be violating something anyway. That's not gambling. It's a game of chance. That is true. Don't make a face at me. Whatever. All gambling is chance, bro. So, Andrew, so you're saying no reaction, so you're going to be well, it's big. a game of skill, rather. What? You're I'm gonna, sorry? You said no reaction, you're going to be big. No, shot I'm going to be chill. After I'm just going to go. Against the Kings in the playoffs, just hit the three and then just stand there like just you've been around there like what? I'm just going to go, eh. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. No, I have thought about it. Like security from that point. Like, do I put it in a safe deposit box? Under the do mattress. I? Do I walk around... With a bodyguard, could I trust that bodyguard? Where did I hire that body? Like I've thought about all those things. I've really actually thought this through. Absolutely. I got you for a bodyguard, man. Right? Do I hire Bigfoot off the side of a you know the side of the road yes. in, in Colorado? We'll yes. get to that in a little bit. He's I don't know if you know this. He's untrustworthy. Okay. They found Bigfoot. Oh jeez, Bigfoot. They found not Bigfoot. There's video of Bigfoot. 
It's on Facebook, so it must be true. Is Bigfoot trustworthy at Rich Eisen Show? Is Big, what would Bigfoot do if he won the lottery? <laughs> Imagine Bigfoot won the lottery. Get a haircut. <laughs> He's like Samson, baby. That's his whole identity. <laughs> what do you mean? Would Big Cut get a haircut? If he was rich, Big he Cut, want Big Foot. Okay. Anyway. Do you want to... I'm going to pull the audience here, the audience being you three. Do we start with the Dodgers face plant again? Or do we start with Thursday night football? Nah, that's a football show. Let's say with, not the Dodgers. Okay. Let's start with Can them. I have some football well, music? You didn't wear a, any, any Dodgers hat or any uh, yeah, jersey? They're, they're today, in the closet Philly? for a while. Oh, interesting. Okay. Do we have any football music, Hoskins, that is uh, cleared for broadcast use? Uh, this is Feller's uh, department. Thank Elms, you. baby. I got you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. All right. So the Chiefs are going to beat the Broncos tonight. That's for recreational purposes only. I am in no way suggesting you do anything with that advice. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future gain. But the Broncos are going to lose tonight in Arrowhead. By like 11 or so? (laughs) Not going there. Don't get this man in trouble. Because (laughs) the Broncos have lost the last 15 times they have faced the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, well. 15. There have been only three head-to-head winning streaks, or if you want to take it in Denver's, uh, take it from the Denver side, losing streaks against a single opponent, head-to-head, in the history of this National Football League. It's a history that dates back 104 years. Can you name those streaks? I didn't think so. The Dolphins beat the Bills for the entire decade of the 70s. 70 to 79. Beat them 20 in a row. If the year had a seven in front of it, the Dolphins beat the Broncos. I'm sorry, the, the Bills, period. The Niners beat the Rams 17 straight pretty much the entire decade of the 90s. And then Washington beat Detroit 16 in a row. Now, they don't play every year. That one went from the 60s to the 90s. Over 29, over 30 years. Okay, they beat him 16 in a row. It's going to happen again tonight, and I'm sorry. Because Taylor Swift is going to be there. Now, if you had any doubt, is Travis Kelsey going to play tonight? He's officially questionable. He was on the field all week, but it's not... You know, when you hear, well, so-and-so practiced on Tuesday ahead of the Thursday game, it's all an estimate. And when when you hear they didn't practice, no one really cares. It's hard to get ready off an injury Sunday to Thursday. Short week, very short week. But there really are no practices when you play on Thursday. There are glorified walkthroughs. Travis Kelsey, limited, questionable. I think he's going to play. Because we are now heading to TMZ for fantasy advice. We woke up this morning and TMZ reported that Taylor Swift is going to be in the building. I just want to warn you tonight. For those who get triggered by Taylor Swift in a suite, if she, you're, it's going to happen. I'm just telling you. What do you, you think the production meeting has been like this week Try and the producers of TNF Trying to explain to Al Michaels the, the timed cutaways to Taylor 
What do you I, think his interest level is? I, I love Al Michaels. <laughs> Al Michaels probably probably has a prop on the cutaways. I mean, bless his heart. I love Al. Al's going to call a great game. Absolutely. Yeah. And Rob Highland is going to cut as many times as possible. Not Rob Highland. I'm sorry. Um, Rob's doing Sunday night. Uh, uh, T-Man. T-Man's got a cut. Do you guys know yeah, T-Man? Mark Tidelman, yeah. All right. T-Man's got to cut as many times as humanly possible to Taylor Swift tonight, <laughs> as well he should. Now, can I go back to last week? Sure. I went on a bit of a rant um, that I put on the socials, and TJ put on the socials, and people went after me when I basically said, just deal with the cutaways, folks. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to miss anything from the game. I guarantee you tonight, T-Man, the producer of this game, friend of the program, is not going to miss a play. You will not miss a play. And you should tune in just to hear Al Michaels maybe get snarky about it. <laughs> you are not going to miss a play. But last week, um, I went a little overboard and I said, you're the problem. It's you, right? You know, kind of a take on a Taylor lyric, lyric there. Mm. If I said that you're sick or if you rather are sick of the cutaways. I want to pull that back a little bit. Oh, I get no. it that you're sick of it. I came too hard after the fans. Okay. But I still stand by what I said. The majority of people that didn't like all those cutaways a couple of weeks ago on Sunday night were just people that hated Taylor Swift. I think that is an overwhelming majority of the audience. If you don't like the cutaways, it doesn't make you a bad person. I never said that. Never said that. The amount of hatred I have taken and personal insults and attacks that I have taken on social media because I I defended the NBC broadcast, which was a fantastic broadcast, and I offended the cutaways. You people need to calm down. Okay? You're dancing don't, around it like, again. Be don't, careful, Andrew. Don't come after Be me. Careful. Like, I have big ears. You don't need to tell me that. I know that. And I will say this, if your reaction to me saying just live with the cutaways is to personally insult me, that's a you problem. That speaks to your insides. You, you have some deep, dark issues. If your response to, I don't like what that person on the TV said, is to insult their appearance and their family, that's a you problem. Shut up, four eyes. That's a you problem. That speaks to the fact that you still live in middle school. <laughs> or in the basement. The overwhelming majority of people that send comments like that have private Instagram accounts. So they would never show their own face. Or if there is like an icon you can click on, it's you with your beautiful family you love the family and you love you love everything about the of jesus and you love apple pie and grandma <laughs> anyway back to bigfoot uh, no, uh, just... no back to the game. In, in all seriousness um i i, I can't find a way that uh, to see that the broncos win this game tonight no, me neither. Um, they can't put pressure on the quarterback they're the second worst team in the nfl and getting pressure not sacking the quarterback but, you know, the advanced metrics, which Sam Monson's going to join us coming up shortly with all those numbers. The advanced metrics tell you they're not even pressuring the quarterback. So Patrick Mahomes is going to stand back there if Andy Reid chooses to have him stand back there tonight and throw a lot. And he is going to pick that secondary apart. A secondary that has some talent but cannot survive without any pressure. 
up front. I also think with news out of our NFL Network newsroom today that Frank Clark, the pass rusher, the former chief, who is not going to be active tonight, with news that Frank Clark has redone his contract, taken a sizable pay cut, given money back to the Broncos, that eases his way out the door like Randy Gregory last week in a trade or some kind of move before the deadline that we're going to see maybe a situation in Denver where guys um, on a regular basis are being told to leave the island. Last week, Randy Gregory, maybe this week, Frank Clark. And then the deadline is Halloween, that Tuesday, the 31st. I think they lose. I don't think it's close tonight. And um, I think they start selling off that roster for parts. I do. Um, And I think that tonight on a national stage, Russell hasn't played that poorly. We have to qualify it. That poorly. True. He's, he's not, had his moments. Yeah, he's not he's totally put to up some decent numbers. He is not alone in the blame for their one and four record. But I think that all kind of gets highlighted tonight on the national stage in between the Taylor Swift cutaways. And I, uh, yeah, I think uh, we start talking. I think we have the Jarrett Stidham conversation during the game tonight. Oh. Not that he needs to be benched this evening. That's that's not what I'm saying. Interesting. What I think is you have to talk big picture here in the second half if this game gets away. And that is a second half conversation. Because Al certainly is not talking about going to the Taylor Swift movie premiere last night at the Grove. <laughs> Al was not at the Grove. Coming up, Sam Monson from PF uh, from PFF. What the numbers truly do tell us, and and would Sam trade Kirk Cousins? And if so, for what? That's next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, I got some breaking news. Well, I mean, somewhat, if you're a Cowboy fan like TJ, Leighton Vander Esch going on the oh. injured reserve. Mike McCarthy just said on the podium... At the Star, the Ford, uh, the uh, Ford Center in uh, Frisco. Uh, hi, it's Andrew sitting in for Rich at the Rich Eisen Show desk, which is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. Um, I'm not going to guarantee victories. I, I don't do that. And plus, it's always used against you if and when you're wrong, and it's inevitable that you will be wrong. But as Sam Monson joins us, our dear friend from PFF, Pro Football Focus, live WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> Sam, I will guarantee that the Broncos lose tonight. I'll turn it around. I'll be positive. That the Chiefs beat the Broncos because I cannot see a way that that does not happen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to argue. That that Denver defense has been catastrophic. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, so there's very little reason to think that Denver could spring some kind of upset. But we've all been doing this long enough to know, you know, it's a division game, weird things happen, the ball can bounce in a funny direction, but it's going to take something like that, right? It's going to take a couple of weird plays that go in their direction. I mean, the Miami game, I think, is a pretty solid indicator of where this defense is. And the Chiefs might not be quite where they've been in terms of offense and production in previous years, but they're probably closer to Miami than most teams Denver is going to run up against. And by the way, you should listen to Sam and Steve Palazzolo's podcast, the PFF podcast, every week. I listen to it every week here as well. And Sam and Steve and everyone there, the great PFF staff, do a deeper dive on the numbers that maybe you don't think about when you're just playing fantasy here. So, so Sam, with that in mind... Please tell everyone what the numbers tell us about, forget about the 70 points, but big picture, just how bad the Denver defense has been. Genuinely, historically bad. I mean, they're the worst defense in the NFL by a considerable margin in almost any statistic you look at, whether it's EPA per play, whether it's, you know, successful play rate, touchdown drives, all these kinds of things. It is terrible. I, I was telling you before we went on, They've almost given up more rushing yardage in five games than the 2000 Ravens did in a 16-game season. It's like 970 versus 940, something like that. This defense has been catastrophic to the point where nobody's really noticing that Russell Wilson actually looks a hell of a lot better this year than he did last season because it's not making enough of a difference. Okay, what do the numbers tell us about Russell Wilson? I think it's a combination of the numbers and that fabled eye test that everybody loves, right? The numbers are better. He's got more big-time throws. He's a little bit more efficient. His grade is better. And I think he looks visibly more athletic. He looks uh, – he's moving better. He's uh, running with the ball better. He looks more dangerous when he's got the ball out in space than he did a year ago. This idea of him you know, losing weight, slimming down, trying to get back to the player he once was – I think that's making a difference. And 
you know, the Denver offense has quietly been okay. It's just that the defense has taken a huge step backwards. Sam, what do the analytics tell us about Travis Kelsey's performance since the news of his relationship with Taylor Swift became public? <laughs> um, I don't know that there's a tremendous correlation there between the uh, the impact of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's performance on the field. Okay, but what about Remember. the Chiefs in general? Because there is this idea, you know this, that she is dragging the Chiefs down. Is there legitimate analytic proof? It, does the data prove that the Chiefs performance is in any way affected by Taylor Swift I mean in a two-game sample size of football the data is not going to prove anything so even if there was a correlation which there isn't it's actually uh, three it's three okay who's the win at Arrowhead over the Bears the Sunday night game in New York and then last week although do we include last week I mean she wasn't there pull the audience anybody not there Man, you guys couldn't be less her interested. Shadow, her shadow is there. Okay. Not there. Not her a shadow. shadow Taylor. Night, though. So that's some interesting on-off splits. Okay. Well, uh, Jimmy Trania from uh, SI just tweeted, just spoke to Al Michaels about how TNF will handle Taylor being at the game tonight. His answer will be in today's column that Jimmy's going to tweet later. However, I asked him if he had a favorite Taylor Swift song, <laughs> and after a long pause, Al said, quote, not necessarily. <laughs> just just curious, what's Kirk Herbstreet's favorite song? Sam, you're a good sport here. Let's move on. Um, Chris Brockman wants to know what the numbers tell you about how bad the Patriots have been. So bad. Yeah, the Patriots have been catastrophic. I mean, Bill Belichick having essentially the worst two losses of his career back-to-back kind of tells the whole story. Um Mac Jones has been an absolute disaster. I think he's got seven turnover-worthy plays in the last two games. His completion rate is terrible. His adjusted completion rate is terrible. When you strip out, you know, drops, uh, throwaways, the kind of things that aren't really accurate, that aren't really designed passes. So he's been inefficient, inaccurate, and throwing the ball to the defense seven times in the last two games. These are the things that Mac Jones is supposed to be good at, and they've been amongst the worst in the NFL. It has been horrendous for the Patriots the last couple of weeks. And the Patriots this week are in Vegas to play Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo, Devontae Adams, and the Raiders with storylines aplenty. On Monday, Sam, here in L.A., uh, it's a juicy one. It's the Cowboys coming off, getting their butts whooped by the Niners, and the Chargers um, banged up as seemingly always. Uh, coming off a bye. It's also the Kellen Moore Bowl. Uh, J. Ron Kirst just said, the Cowboys defensive back, that he knows, they know, that Kellen Moore is going to want to lay it on him. I, I go back to training camp, Sam, and, and something that stood out to me when, when visiting these two teams. When I went to Oxnard to visit the Cowboys, I was told by multiple people, man, Kellen's not here anymore, and we are going to throw it deep. Man, we are letting loose. Man, we're going to stretch the field. We haven't seen that. And then you heard from the Chargers people. Man, I'll tell you what. Like, Joe Lombardi's not here, man. We, we, we are throwing it deep. We are letting it go. Um, it both can't be true because Kellen Moore couldn't have been holding back the Cowboys from throwing it deep. And now the secret to the Chargers throwing it deep. Um, these two offenses, two very different quarterbacks. What do the numbers tell us about this one? I Yeah, I, I think you look at the evidence so far and you tend to come down on the idea that Kellen Moore is is a 
a help more than he is a hindrance to anything. I mean, he has unlocked a greater degree of aggression in Justin Herbert this year relative to anything we've seen before. Last season, Justin Herbert's numbers were kind of skewed by that rib injury that he was carrying basically for the whole year. So they were unusually conservative. But his average depth of target has always been pretty low. That's jumped up this season to 9.1 yards, which is on the higher end of the spectrum, not the most aggressive in the league, but closer to that than he's ever been before. And Sam, where's Dak on that? Uh, Dak is usually in the middle of the pack somewhere. This season, he is at 7.1. So he's at the lower end of that spectrum. So it's kind of gone in the opposite directions. Uh, Herbert's gone up. Dak Prescott's gone down. But it has resulted in in a more aggressive Justin Herbert. And it's also done what we were kind of calling for in the offseason. Justin Herbert, for the last two years, has led the league, had the lowest turnover-worthy play rate in football. He's been essentially the most careful quarterback in the game at protecting the football. A guy with his talent, with his arm talent, with his ability to make plays just simply shouldn't have the best number in the league at that stat, right? Because you're going to be better off with a few more mistakes with him being more aggressive because he can make spectacular plays. And that's what we're seeing this year. He's had more turnover-worthy plays, but I think it's resulted in a net win because he's being more aggressive and he's attacking deeper down the field and he's making some more of those plays that were being left on the shelf. Wait a minute. You're not going to do the James Franklin thing here and just tell them, just throw it deep, right? Just chuck it up there? No. Chug it up blindly. What, what the hell? It doesn't matter what the defense is, is throwing you. Just drop right, back. Just, yeah. Right. Let it go. Yeah. Take a yeah. shot. Why not? Yeah. Keep him honest. Um, all right. The flip side, you, you mentioned where Dak is in the sevens, and that that's kind of middle of the pack here. Um, what do the numbers say overall about the Cowboys offense on a week in which Jerry Jones was asked on his radio show, would you consider telling Mike McCarthy to let Brian Schottenheimer call plays? And he obviously said no. Yeah, we've been talking about this on our, our podcast a bit. They've been very difficult to get a full read on because all the games they've been involved in have been the game script has led you in a certain direction from the offense, right? You haven't got too many sort of fair, even script situations where you get a, a real beat on what this offense is. You know, you look at the 49ers game from very early on in that game they're in a completely different mode than they're normally in, right? And, and even the games that have gone well, you know, they're absolutely stomping the Patriots. So the game script changes in the opposite direction. So I still don't think we really know what this offense is, except to say it's not doing a lot to enhance the production of Dak Prescott, right? The receivers are not being schemed open. It's it's starting to look like this version of Mike McCarthy's offense back in Green Bay when we were having that debate of what is the problem here? Is it Aaron Rodgers sort of reaching the end of his career? Is it this offense that's grown stale and isn't putting people in a position to succeed? It's starting to look like that same conversation all over again, except with the confounding factors of these weird games that are either beat downs, beat down defeats or beat down victories. Talking to Sam Monson here, lead PFF analyst, Pro Football Focus. He is live from their studio there in Cincinnati, adjacent here. And you should listen and watch Sam's podcast with Steve Palazzolo every week as well. Sam, we are talking off air. Actually, I, I, I take that back. You and I mentioned the Texans, but Chris and I, Brockman yesterday, were texting in the afternoon about C.J. Stroud. There's this great soundbite when he was on the podium yesterday 
where he was explaining the go-ahead touchdown. They ended up losing, but the go-ahead touchdown that he threw to Dalton Schultz last week in their game against the Falcons and how he recognized a coverage when they were on the sideline and that he saw or he thought they might get that coverage. And in the huddle, he kind of just tried to explain to Dalton Schultz what he wanted him to do. And Schultz kind of looked at him and finally said, okay, no, no, I got it. We're on the same page. In other words, he drew it up in the huddle in the dirt and threw the touchdown. And the way he told the story and the way that he clearly um, is so confidently leading this team, um, it passes the eye test. But the numbers tell us that that he is coming out of the gate, Sam, and playing as well as any rookie quarterback, I don't want to say ever, but, I mean, that's part of the conversation, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think it's a really interesting situation because he is a quarterback that's playing outstandingly and he's in a great situation. When you look at the job that Bobby Slowick is doing as offensive coordinator, and you know at PFF we are contractually bound to point out that Bobby Slowick is a former PFF senior analyst. So there of you course- go. See, I thought you were going to say we're contractually bound to question any quarterback's number that comes in that plays in a Shanahan system. Well, that too. Okay. That's what we get to that right. So PFF Bobby, <laughs> as he is known is doing a spectacular job bringing that Shanahan system over there. And it's having that impact on C.J. Stroud. But just like the Brock Purdy thing, it's not to diminish what Purdy or C.J. Stroud is doing. They are executing their job and they're bringing value to the table. And you can see that with Stroud on plays like that. Like it's a great play uh, from Stroud. And even if you watch that play happen, he recognizes pressure. He fades away from the pressure in the pocket. You know, he delivers the ball perfectly. He keeps his eyes away from where he wants to go to make sure the secondary can't get over there. Like Stroud made that happen, even independent of sort of drawing it up in the huddle. Um, but you can you have evidence of how much legwork and heavy lifting this offense is doing in terms of how often he's going to his number one read, um, how good he's been uh, in with with hitting those first guys and how relatively bad he's been when he's been under pressure. But he hasn't been under pressure a lot because the offense is working so well. So I think C.J. Stroud going to Houston and that that connection with with Bobby Slowick has been just a phenomenal marriage between those two guys on the field. I think that's really what we're looking at here is it's a great combination of quarterback and coach. All right. Conversely, Bryce Young is running for his life. They're not blocking there's no one getting open, and people are wondering, hmm, did we take the wrong guy? I, I think that's unfair. Consider what's around him. It's only a month, but Sam Monson, PFF, what do the numbers tell us about Bryce Young? Yeah, it's the other end of the spectrum, right? It's everything is bad. Um, the pass protection has been atrocious in Carolina. They've been one of the worst couple of offensive lines in the NFL. Their number one wide receiver is Adam Thielen. And we knew that he wasn't good enough to be a number one wide receiver when he was in Minnesota. And he's only older from that point on. So Thielen, I think, has actually done a pretty good job. But when he's your number one target, you have, by definition, a lack of viable receivers to work with. And Bryce Young himself is not making anything better. Right? He's not elevating the play of everyone around him. And in fact, he's probably making it worse because he's a rookie quarterback making his first few starts. And I think we saw with Andy Dalton coming in, you know, the gap between where Bryce Young is right now and where a sort of viable, experienced NFL quarterback can get to. So it's rough right now for Bryce Young. Um, But you're right. It's too early to write him off and say, this is who he is. He's not going to be a guy going forward. Jared Goff had one of the worst rookie seasons of any quarterback you can think of. 
right now. I don't know if there's a quarterback in the NFL playing better than Jared Goff is right now. So even if this doesn't get any better for Bryce Young this season, it doesn't mean to say that that he's not going to be the guy. It's just it's a tough spot for Carolina and they don't have the help around him. Sam, um, I heard everything you said on Bryce Young. I don't mean to think I didn't. We have. You guys can't see this, can you? There is a spider that just crawled up a web that is from here. <laughs> Hold on. You can't see this, but I've been taking photos of this. What is happening? Here, here's the, here's the, the piece of silk or the web, whatever. It just came from down here. The spider is almost two-thirds of the way up to the rafters right there. Can you guys see the spider? No. You look like a no. crazy it's tiny. person. No, it's a little that. spider. No. I do look. Oh, I am a crazy person, but look. <laughs> Sam, you can't see this. I'm sorry. No, I, I was wondering what you were doing, but Did now you that see I me do that, you could, like it's, it's almost up to worse. the ceiling now. Wow, where's Del Tufo when we need him? He couldn't reach, he can't anyway. reach that. Where's Eddie? Yeah. Usually eats these things. So, I mean, do I do I just grab the yeah, the pull, little pull him back? I would no, say, no, but it's on the floor. I would say leave it alone. You let him live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, this is so wild. It looked like a little piece of lint floating here, right? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, no, it's a spider. Oh, look. And then it kept going and going. Yeah. Sam got football, Taylor Swift, the itsy bitsy spider. I, Man, I'm I, sure he didn't. I, I don't know. Okay. Sam, I apologize. Sam Montanier from PFF. I teased the, uh, and we talked off there about it, the uh, Kirk Cousins thing. Kirk is playing, uh, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, never heard of the whole trade thing, focusing on the Bears this week at Soldier Field understandably. I don't know that there is a team out there immediately. Maybe the Falcons, maybe, that would say, hey, let's go get him. Look, if the Deshaun Watson injury is far worse than it appeared two weeks ago, I think that one would be interesting as well. But there are a lot of moving parts there and all the guaranteed salary and all those other things. But as we get closer to the deadline, Sam, I think the price goes down. I think the Vikings, if they keep on losing, may decide to just go, yeah, Go ahead, unless they want him next year, which Jay Glazer suggested yesterday on this show that maybe they truly want him next year, which would blow my mind and a lot of the minds of people who wear purple and root for the Vikings on Sunday. How well is Kirk Cousins playing considering everything around them and the record? Um, I think he's playing reasonably well. He's playing pretty much the way Kirk Cousins has played for Minnesota all the way along. You know, the situation has changed around him, but Kirk Cousins has been pretty consistent for the Vikings since getting there, which, by the way, I think is overachieving relative to what their expectations could have been when they signed him. The results haven't necessarily been what they would have hoped, but he's actually outperformed, I think, any reasonable expectation from when they brought him over from Washington. Um, the problem with a Kirk Cousins trade to me is I just can't see the circumstances lining up where everybody is happy with that. Like, number one, Cousins has a no trade sure. clause, so he wants to buy in to whatever team wants to bring him over. Number two, that almost certainly means that whatever team that is needs to sell him on the idea of not just coming over right now, but you're also going to get $200 million in the offseason. Couldn't I sell him on the idea of, hey, we think we can make a run here. If it isn't us and it doesn't work, somebody's still paying you next year. Yes, I think, but that, so you need a team who's good enough that Kirk Cousins can come in and make a difference and get them to the playoffs and potentially make a run, which either requires an injury, as you're you're saying, or is is basically Atlanta, right? Which is, we might be close enough to be in the playoff hunt anyway, and we've reached a point where we're certain Desmond Ritter isn't the guy 
therefore Kirk Cousins is the answer on in the short term. I just it feels to me like a really, really narrow target to hit for everything to align so that the Vikings are happy, the new team is happy, Cousins is happy, and they're all willing to give him the giant contract next year or sell him on, you know, a four month vacation somewhere to try and make a sure. playoff run. Or, or it takes, uh, and we, we don't root for injuries, clearly, but injuries are a part of the game. It, it, it takes, um, you know, an injury out of nowhere to a team that is a playoff team, is a playoff contender, and all of a sudden in the next week or two loses its quarterback. Then it becomes a very different conversation. I'm with you. Sam Monson, the lead analyst for PFF, Pro Football Focus. As mentioned, listen to his podcast with Steve Palazzolo, who is not the Bigfoot photographed on, 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 on in the field in, in Colorado. How tall is Steve? Uh, he's listed at six ten. Listed. Listed. <laughs> so, what do you think he is? He actually, is there's been unconfirmed reports that when he was when he was measured at a doctor's office, it came in below six ten. So, oh, like only six nine, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Only. Sam, we appreciate it. Sorry uh, for the whole uh, spider kerfuffle. Anytime, guys. Take it All easy. Right. Thanks, Sam. Be well. Sam Monson, everybody. Spider gate. There's no gate. Jeez. Focus over there, buddy. All right, that was my pro spider <laughs> focus there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Spider 2Y banana. Spider 2Y banana. Yeah. Hot, hot. On three. Yeah. Did you hear uh, somebody <laughs> in Pittsburgh said on a chat, like, I can't remember who it was. Was it Jerry Dulac? Someone who's covered the Steelers forever said on a chat yesterday, hey, who do you think the next OC will be? How about John Gruden? He and Mike Tomlin are tight. Love it. Wah, wah, wah. Great idea. Great idea. More Gruden. Let's go. Coming up next, <laughs> Bigfoot. He won't join us. But Bigfoot was sighted in Colorado. Next. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed i'm alex rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Bob Costas, good stuff last <laughs> night. It, it, it was great. What is so funny? What are you laughing at? Just, you know, your scatterbrainedness today. Why? You're literally <laughs> talking to Sam, who is just breaking down everything, numbers, number, and you're just like... The spider? Trying to take a picture of a spider. That's why, as I said to Jay yesterday, I've never been diagnosed with any kind of attention deficit disorder. I think I'm highly functional. It helps me do my job on Sunday. I can watch 10 games on Sunday and talk about them all, right? I don't need anything other than this gallon-sized thing of coffee. (laughs) It's all I do, right? Bruce Feldman, by the way, leaving us yesterday. Hi, my name is Andrew. I'm sitting in for Rich. (laughs) Bruce always has a very serious look on his face. Always. 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 I've known Bruce for a long time. We're not buddies. We don't text. Like, I think he's an amazing writer. meant what I said. I'll, I'll tweet his stories out. And say, hey, this is today's must read. And Bruce will will message me back. Dude, thank you so much. You didn't have to do that, right? Um, but Bruce, when we get done yesterday, looks at me off the air and goes, how much coffee have you had today? <laughs> and I said, why? Did it, like, does, does, does it seem that way? He goes, no, no, no. Somebody said something back there. They mentioned it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he came yeah. out here and was roasting me for my eyebrows. I was yeah, like, he was, he was, he was on one. He was on one. Anyway, I should, tell on? You, I should tell you to uh, stream the NFL on Westwood One tonight for free. Uh, it's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One NFL broadcast live on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open up WWO Sports. Alexa was kind of being uppity with me this morning. It took me a while to get her to listen. Or (laughs) on your Westwood One affiliate station's (laughs) digital platforms. That's right. Stream Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and Kurt uh, Rich, rather, all season long for free and get in the zone of AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get the zone AutoZone restrictions apply like wouldn't turn the alarm off alexa cancel alarm wouldn't just use your finger and hit the off button i think i'm reaching over to the nightstand how dare you i mean for i don't need to what are we doing oh we, let's talk about bigfoot okay <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not on facebook i'm just not um even though i'm now getting up to the age where you would think i'd have a facebook page Anyway, uh, this thing is now going around. There is a video that a couple allegedly shot from the window of a train on their 10th anniversary getaway in Colorado, rural Colorado, of what is purportedly allegedly a Bigfoot. Yes. Here's the video if you're watching on the Roku channel. The Bigfoot takes a seat in the middle of, you know, brush, if you will. See the mountain and trees in the background. You see the scree, the rocks here. And then you can't hear this, but these people, the couple, talking. It's an 18-second video. Oh, there it is. There it is. It's sitting down. Yep. Roll it back again. Is this Bigfoot or is this a dude in a Bigfoot suit? It looks like Bigfoot. Okay. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I do. I am intrigued by UFOs and the phenomenon, not necessarily like aliens from another planet, but there are a lot of things about science we don't understand. I'm intrigued. Cryptozoology? (laughs) Are there animal 
Are there things under the sea, living organisms that have yet to be discovered because they're miles down? Absolutely. Are there animals in the Amazon that we have not yet discovered? One million percent yes. Is there a Bigfoot running around in Colorado? I don't think so. All right, I put up a poll at Rich Eisen Show. More likely, aliens, Bigfoot, Broncos win tonight. More likely, aliens, without a doubt. At Rich Eisen Show, vote. Give us a call. Compared to the Broncos winning tonight? Oh, there are. (laughs) It is far more likely that there are aliens. Absolutely, (laughs) life on other planets, intelligent life on other planets. Or the Broncos winning tonight? I'm taking the aliens 100 times out of 100. Are you kidding me? Now, can I prove the aliens before kickoff tonight? Unlikely. Yeah, but absolutely. So more details here on the whole Bigfoot thing. To me, that looks like a guy in a Bigfoot suit. Oh, come but this on. thing you is everywhere. You can't tell. This thing's on Fox News. It's on CNN. It's like, it's there. Go plug it into your Google News Finder thingy. Just it's it's there. Literally search Bigfoot. Search Bigfoot. <laughs> first thing that comes up. Okay. TJ claims that this train was going near a town in which, TJ? Well, now I got to find this again. Okay. On X, if something, if a video tends to go viral or has, Uh you know, a lot of comments or likes, then they'll, I guess, poll people and they'll put up a reader's added context button. Or okay. Post and it right. says this is part of a quite popular Bigfoot themed expedition trailer company called Sasquatch Expedition Trailers. The owner also likes to dress up as Sasquatch. Okay. And as you can see, we got a picture of him, Bigfoot sitting there posing for a picture with the mountains behind him, throwing up the shaka like he's about to go to Maui. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I, so I don't know what we're doing. To be clear, this guy makes trailers like cool campers and all campers, that, whatever. Yeah, those type yep. of trailers. It's called Sasquatch. Sasquatch okay. Expedition Trailers. He, he doesn't like, like when you rent one, you don't get a guy dressed as Bigfoot to drive it for you. But yes, on his Instagram page, there is a photo of a guy dressed as a Bigfoot. <laughs> and throwing up a shaka. Okay. So this guy is just chilling in the middle of nowhere, waiting for people to take photos of him out of a train? That's what I mean. That's, that seems unlikely. Coming up live from London, we'll ask Rich Eisen if he has ever seen Bigfoot. <laughs> that doesn't that hold you over. Crazy. I don't know what will. Right. This guy, I put up the poll. This guy goes, likely aliens are real. Okay, well, show yeah. me one, bro. Yeah, no. I If you're asking me what's more likely, that there is an intelligent life in the universe that has visited our globe, our Earth, or the Broncos will win tonight, why would you take the Broncos? I mean, shout out to the 19% who actually believe in the Broncos country. Let's ride tonight. Okay. But this was Bigfoot in Broncos country. Oh, dude, I forgot about it. Can he play defensive end tonight? Can he get some pressure on passer? Guys, even more importantly, does Bigfoot or slash Sasquatch, does he still have eligibility left? Because he could head to Boulder. To the transfer portal. To the transfer portal, Uh help Coach Prime, because they need offensive line help, right? What would Bigfoot be worth in the portal? What better better than a 7-foot, 5-inch... 400-pound Sasquatch to put on as your pulling guard. Hey, yeah, what's the NIL deal Oh, for it's him? a lot. It's a lot. Well, hey, beef links jerky. Hoskins, <laughs> has Rich, don't, I mean, I know we only have 20 seconds. I know you're not putting him up. Is Rich listening to this right now? <laughs> oh, he's listening. 
Is he listening? Is he on you? Uh, he's checking in. I don't okay, think he's he, checking I don't in. Think he can uh, I just no, he because can if you. he's listening right now, we're all he's fired. sitting there going, <laughs> "What has happened to my show? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world?" Like, he's not reacting. I'm looking at him. Okay, so then he can't hear us talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> Thank goodness. I Coming a, up next, I want a job next week. How the D-backs bigfooted the Dodgers <laughs> last night. I see what see you what did, we there. did there. <laughs> well I see done. that.